Hello guys and welcome back to another episode of In Jessica's Corner with Mrs. Keep It Real. So I'm going to be completely honest with you all. It took me a very long time to write and record this episode um, because honestly I had to calm down and get completely out of my feelings um, before I had this conversation with you guys. So today's topic is forgiveness when you want to hate. So I had the pleasure of watching the Emmanuel 9 documentary um, about the shooting at the Mother Emmanuel in Charleston, South Carolina. So of course, like I didn't know anyone personally, but I know people that know people personally like that's their family and friends and things of that nature um and because it's so close to home for me um it really struck a nerve and I took that extremely personal however at the end of that documentary even with all the emotions that it made me feel while watching it I realized that forgiveness in the face of hate was pretty much their message And it had a lot to do with just understanding that you have to push beyond how someone else made you feel. And so I think that's where I get extremely caught up because the actions of. And and so let me just throw a disclaimer out here. I am not a racist at all. However, I do hate the concept of slavery and everything about it, which I'm sure every other black person does as well. And I also hate this And I hope I don't offend anybody, but I hate this idea that there is this excitement and it is so intriguing for white America to learn about the brutal treatment of the African-American population during slavery and segregation. I have issues with that. Do not take pictures of like, I don't know when a slave was for sale or some notification of a threat for them to stay out of the way of slave catchers or whatever they call themselves slave poachers whatever they call themselves um because they're on the loose they're looking for you run hide stay out there wait like I just don't understand why that excites you because it's distasteful for you to even send that because I feel like as Americans we're completely aware of the fact that the African-Americans have been and will always be the most disenfranchised party of our entire existence. And it is simply because white America never valued us as a person or human being. We were simply property. We don't have the ability to be amazing and contributing citizens of America. They don't see us like that. Well, let me not say they, some of them, do not see us that way. I'd like to think that there are some of them that respect us for who we are, appreciate our contributions to America and other countries alike and respect us as human beings and citizens of America. I I pray that at some point, every each and every last one of them will think that, but I know that that won't happen forever, but I digress. Beyond that, of course, there was this concept of always going high when they go low. And so, I can just speak generally about that. When 
I feel like I've been wronged, when I feel like I'm not being respected, when I feel like I've been devalued, when I feel like someone just doesn't appreciate me, I have a hard time of going high when they go low. Because why am I forced to always be the standard? Why am I forced to always do the right thing when there are people that don't do that and somehow they're still glorified for their negative and disgusting behavior? So I have my own issues with that and that can be family, friends, complete strangers, whomever it is. So next, when you can just be innocent, and blamed or punished for the actions of other people. And someone can still forgive you. I think that's what shifted my thought process. Because this is like an exact depiction of like the white America that feels bad about their um, ancestors owning slaves. And looking at African Americans as a piece of property. Or money at the end of the day um you know I am blaming them and they are completely innocent because they had no say so in that decision they weren't even here to be a part of that decision and here I have crucified them for that very thing now what I will say is that because they'll never have to like take a step in my shoes and understand what it's like to be black in America even after slavery has ended so many years ago um I do feel like to some degree, there are some white people that are literally okay. And they, you know, have their own issues with slavery as it was. Um, And they probably have some level of sympathy, but you know, they'll never really be able to understand the shortcomings of being a black person. I understand that. And as long as we're clear about that, then I can simply forgive them. And when I say forgive them, I'm saying not crucify them for something they had nothing to do with. Um, so that documentary, that documentary really forced me to change the way that I think about that because I am literally mentally hanging people for something that they never did. And just, if I'm going to be a Christian to some degree, I can't allow that to happen. And I have to find some way somehow to understand that. Now that's the tough part, but I'm just saying realization is what I'm saying here. Just for me to understand what that looks like. So if I don't want someone to do that to me, and so it's like stereotyping. I don't want them to think that all black people are this or all black people are that, but I've put them all in that box. And and that's rightfully so. That's just a natural reaction for me because why can't I do it? They do it to us all the time. It's my thought process. But what about taking the high road and doing better and doing being different? So, of course... I also took a trip to New York City and I had the wonderful pleasure of visiting the Statue of Liberty. So, of course, the Statue of Liberty is a symbol of freedom and enlightenment. It's supposed to light the pathway to freedom and liberty. And, of course, liberty itself is just being free from oppressive restrictions and just the freedom to act as you please. And so for me, I think it came full circle going there. And of course, we all learned about the Statue of Liberty at some point in school. But being an adult and going there and seeing the impression that the African-American struggle has had on America over time, or just immigrants in general, because there, there were other immigrants too, right? And we still have immigration concerns and what have you. I think for me, 
it caused me to really think about it like equality. Regardless of who you are, regardless of where you came from, regardless of, you know, what you had to go through to get here, we're all created equal. We all have the same rights. We all have the same abilities. We all have the same 24 hours to do whatever it is that we choose to do in this world because we have the freedom to do that. And then we have to think about other countries where this race war that seems to carry on for generation and generation doesn't really matter as much. And they have other restrictions that we would never imagine to be our lives, that they probably wouldn't even have a voice to speak up about or fight against. So those two things have really caused me to really think about how, how, how we think and how that controls our psyche sometimes because I'll be completely honest with you I went into that documentary and I saw white Americans there and I had an attitude why are you here this is not for you you are the reason that we are even sitting in here watching this because one of your kind decided that he wanted to be hateful but I had to think about it differently and you know my husband OC he was like well Jess you can't really think about it like that like you have to understand that just because he felt that way they might not feel that way uh, and, and to be honest with you, I don't care what you're saying because I feel like they all think the same thing at the end of the day. There's a clear distinction between who we are and who they are, what we can do and what they can do. Um, and so I started to like process that a little differently. And I had to realize that regardless of whatever happened in the past, it never canceled our option for success. It just made it a little harder to achieve. And I understand like all of the hostile and violent responses to injustice because to be honest with you Africa as African Americans we are angry we deserve equal treatment we have so much power and we are just as valuable as any other citizen of America and so once I allowed myself to really like sit in that and think about that and make sense of that for myself, I realized that unfortunately God gives his toughest test to his strongest people. He didn't allow any other race to be a slave because he realized that the impact that it would have for hundreds and thousands of years to come, any other race apparently would never be strong enough to handle it. And would never be strong enough to fight for its own justice the way that we do. So I stand on the shoulders of my ancestors just trying to peacefully like, find some kind of resolve. I don't really know what that means. And I mean, you know, I feel like our ancestors definitely had intentions on being peaceful. I don't really feel like they wanted violence all the time. Um, and, and honestly, I don't feel like violence in any situation or circumstance regardless of race is the answer I feel like we truly need to sit down and talk about the differences understand the implications of those differences and just get on one accord about the kinds of changes that are necessary how those the changes how those changes would affect everyone involved and the future of those changes evolution over time so of course the ability to just forgive and live to tell it it's better than 
being attacked, being beaten, being killed, and being stripped of both our voice and our freedom. Because if we become those hostile and violent individuals just jumping at the first sign of disrespect, you know, we lose our credibility. And to be honest with you, we have to kind of treat this like work. You want to keep your job, right? So if you want to keep your job, you have to be respectful. You have to make sound decisions. And I think that when we're talking about the integrity of who we are as people and what we want to stand for in order for us to be credible sources at the defense of the African-American people, we have to understand that in representing them, we want to represent them in the best manner possible versus just being these irate, angry people that just want to boisterously demand what we deserve. Um, I think that's the wrong course of action. Presentation influences acceptance. If they feel like we've thought out our course of action, if they feel like we have something to contribute, if they feel like this particular change is beneficial because of these reasons, it's all about presentation. Presentation influences acceptance. And the more that we yell and scream, the less that they hear or feel from what we're saying. It's when we simply take that different approach, they're unclear of really how to deal with us they can't make assumptions about how we may act because we've come to them so poised and so prepared that their true assumption is that this is surely this is orderly but we have to give them something different we can't just give them what we've always given them because we see what that's gotten us now at this rate I do feel like if we're just committed to being successful in every attempt to make those necessary strides to be accepted be valued be respected be honored then I feel like our work is not in vain and I feel like slowly but surely we'll get to where we want to be and just to like be completely transparent with you that wasn't always my course of action like I can be real honest and say that I was pissed off about hearing that I needed to let forgiveness be the answer Um, I was even more pissed off about him getting the death penalty. And when I'm referring to him, I'm talking about the shooter of the manual nine. Um, I was more pissed off about him getting the death penalty because I just felt like that was a short way out for him. That's a shortcut because he didn't have to deal with the choice that he made forever. Now, to be honest with you, why be responsible Why not be aggressive, rowdy, and disrespectful? I just don't, I don't understand, like, 100% why I have to do that. Like, we still have to fight for freedom and equality every day. Sometimes, even, why did God think that we were strong enough or even had to deal with all of this? Like, slavery, segregation, punishment, um, missed opportunities, stereotypes, just being dismissed, being devalued, being dehumanized, even like the lack of consistency across our races with the criminal system. But I think what kind of reeled me back in is understanding that Jesus, Jesus already said, forgive them for they know not what they're doing. The God we serve will certainly reward us and I think we're starting to see that now with black excellence being on the rise in so many different ways we're winning in ways we never imagined and it comes with a committed grind 
You have to develop some sense of drive. You have to stay focused. You have to plan. And most importantly, you have to execute. Forgiving and forgiveness has new meaning for me. And it's simply just acknowledging wrongdoing and using it as fuel to success. Not to harbor those feelings. Understand that that can affect me over time. It's like PTSD. Like, I'll, I'll hold on to these horrible things that they've done and they have moved on with their life. So it's time for us to translate the negativity that we've experienced as a race into positivity to push us to live in love with a pure heart towards greatness. So I hope I've inspired somebody to change the way that they think about all of this when it comes to racism, when it comes to any harm against someone because of their race because even we could take this further because of like their sexual orientation because of their religion whatever it is like I I just I guess I hate that anyone has to deal with it but I definitely despise the fact that as African Americans we have to deal with this on a daily basis for the rest of our lives my children their children my children's 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 children will still have the same struggle so we really have to think about how we depict the ability to handle that struggle to the generations that come behind us because they'll be fighting for our rights 30, 50 years from now when we will have ran the race and fought the good fight. So I hope that you have thought about the ways that you can use forgiveness in tough situations to fuel your next level of success. I hope that if nothing else, you have been motivated to really think about how you can contribute to making black excellence a stronger stride of our existence. And beyond that, how we can instill those things in the generations to come. If you have any comments, please always hit me in my DMs. Of course, always remember to like, share, comment, and subscribe and favorite this as well. I thank you so much for listening to this episode and I hope that you are super excited about tuning in next time. Thank you so much. Bye y'all.